So you've had a spiritual awakening and now you're wondering what the heck happens next? <laughs> what does life look like after spiritual awakening? In this video, I'm going to help you identify whether your spiritual awakening has indeed ended. And then I'm going to give you actionable tips to help you maximize your spiritual awakening and keep developing even after it ends. Coming up. Hello, beautiful soul. This is Christina Lopes, the heart alchemist here to help you open your heart, heal your past and live with purpose. If you're new to my videos, click on that subscribe button and also on the bell. So you're notified as soon as I publish new content. I talk a lot about spiritual awakening and I've done a ton of videos on it. In fact, I'm leaving you a playlist here for spiritual awakening in case this is the first video that you've ever watched of mine, head over to this playlist so you can get into more about spiritual awakening. But one video that I've never done on spiritual awakening, this is the first is what happens after a spiritual awakening? I get this question a lot from viewers. And so I decided to do a video on it today. I've structured this video in three parts in the first First part, I'm going to be answering the question of whether there really is a beginning and end to a spiritual awakening. <laughs> then in the second part of the video, I'm going to go over seven changes that you can expect within yourself once the process of spiritual awakening ends with you. And then in the third and most important part of the video, I'm going to give you three actionable tips on how you can keep maximizing the benefits of your spiritual awakening long after the initial process ends. Once you finish watching the whole video, let me know in the comments below, whether you feel like you're still going through a spiritual awakening, or do you feel like it's ended and you're in a different phase? Let me know in the comments below. All right, let's get started with the video. Okay. Part one, is there a beginning and end to a spiritual awakening? <laughs> This is an impossible question to answer. The most honest answer I could give you is that a spiritual awakening, really, when you wake up, you just keep waking up and your spiritual awakening seems to deepen and deepen as the years go on, probably for the rest of your life. But here's the, but, and this is an important, but in working with hundreds of clients and connecting with thousands of people around the world, I've come to see that. And in my own experience too, because I always teach through my experience, I've come to understand that there is usually one primary spiritual awakening phase in your life. And it really is a process or a cycle. And it seems like the majority of us do have a spiritual awakening. That is a process or a cycle that eventually comes to an end. And then a new cycle starts. This happened in my own life and in the lives of hundreds of clients that I've worked with. Some people like myself can pinpoint exactly the moment that I woke up and I can also pinpoint exactly when my awakening, when that main spiritual awakening process ended for me. Others that come to work with me and that connect with me, they say that they've been awakening since their teenage years. Some people say that they've been awakening slowly across many years, but regardless, the stories that I've come in contact with often suggest that there is an awakening moment. And then there's a moment where people say, wow, I feel like my spiritual awakening has ended and now something new is starting. Now, regardless, if you feel like your spiritual awakening had a beginning or an end, or if it's an ongoing process, regardless, there's one thing that's absolutely true with all spiritual awakenings. And that is that we each change 
to the deepest, the depths of our core. A spiritual awakening brings a profound change in all of us. And, and many people say to me that they literally were reborn into a new person. They turned into a completely different person after their spiritual awakening. I remember that in my own life, my spiritual awakening ended at the end of 2018. I can, I can remember this. <laughs> I woke up one day and I just knew, I sat in my bed and I knew that a major life cycle had just ended for me. I knew that the major spiritual awakening that I had been going through since the beginning of 2013, I knew that that process had ended and that I was moving into a different phase in my life. Now, a lot of people ask me, you know, how long did my spiritual awakening last and how long do spiritual awakenings last in general? And I always answer the same way. It, you can expect for a spiritual awakening to last at least some years, maybe a couple of years, maybe more than that. I've had people say to me that their spiritual awakening lasted decades. So it's different for everyone, but it's probably safe to say that a spiritual awakening as a cycle or as a process in your life will take some years before it completes. Okay, on to part two, and that is the seven changes that occur after a spiritual awakening. So now I'm going to share with you some really cool changes that occur. This happened to me and happens to a ton of people that I work with. So I, I kind of drew out these top seven characteristics. There are more things that may happen to you, but these seem to be true across the board. So I'm going to share those with you right now. The first change is that your heart feels more open. <laughs> I put this one as the first one because it's just such a beautiful, beautiful way to live, especially for people like myself who had lived with severely blocked hearts for a really long time. And then suddenly, at the end of 2018, when I woke up and I knew that my life had changed, that this major cycle had, had ended for me, I could feel my heart was so open. It was so surrendered. It was so giving. It was just, I could feel love so easily. I could feel connected to people around me. I could feel connected to the whole world and the whole universe. And that's a really common phenomenon that occurs after a spiritual awakening. Because once you go through that process of spiritual awakening, especially if you go through a dark night of the soul, what's known as the dark night of the soul, or more than one dark night of the soul, especially when you go to kind of the bottom of your pit, which is exactly what a spiritual awakening does, then when you finish that process, you feel so much lighter and your heart is more open and ready to really lead your life as opposed to your mind, which is usually what happens when the majority of us have our hearts blocked before our spiritual awakening. The second characteristic is associated with the first one, but I want to point it out as a separate characteristic, and that is that you have more compassion for others. I really noticed this in my life. I, I, I just stopped um, judging and complaining about others because I realized, and it was a byproduct of having my heart open, I realized that we're all doing the best that we can. We all live according to, to our level, each of our level of consciousness, right? We all live according to our level of consciousness and we're all trying to do the best that we can within the level of consciousness that we live at. So when my heart started opening, I started to immediately feel more compassion for others and also for myself, right? I can't feel compassion for others unless I feel it for myself. So I started noticing that I had no more tolerance to be talking about other people. I had no tolerance to be criticizing other people. I was just kind of more in this 
this, in this, you know, just give everybody a break. They're doing the best that they can. And that was a feeling that was just so wonderful to have because it helped me feel lighter. It helped me feel more hopeful and more optimistic about the world. The third characteristic and one of my favorite ones is that you feel more grounded than you ever have before. And whoa, was this so true in my spiritual awakening. So, so true. When I noticed that my spiritual awakening had ended, when that major cycle in my life had ended, I noticed that I felt it, it was, it was such a shift in me. I felt so deeply grounded in this reality. And, and, and again, that kind of added to my joy and my lightness because it's, it feels so wonderful to feel grounded in this reality, to know that everything is okay, that you're loved and that you're protected. And being grounded is something that we struggle with a lot when we're going through a spiritual awakening because what happens during the spiritual awakening process is that your soul and your higher self in the universe, they're just pulling you up. They're pulling you up in energy. And as those transformations are occurring, it could be very easy for you to feel ungrounded through all of these spiritual changes. So when that spiritual process finally ends and that cycle finally ends, it's like you grow these huge roots really quickly and you become very, very rooted in this reality. And what happens then is it's more easy for you. It's easier for you to now translate your spiritual understandings and your spiritual truths and all of the changes that have occurred in your, during your spiritual awakening, you can very easily ground them now in everyday 3d reality. And it's such a wonderful, peaceful feeling. It helps me feel at peace that, that I, I could feel these deep roots that were connecting me to the earth, to Gaia, and were connecting me to life and were connect, was connecting me to, they were connecting me to everything really. So feeling grounded is such a wonderful, wonderful, beautiful byproduct of a spiritual awakening. And, and you'll usually feel more grounded once that main spiritual awakening process has ended. The fourth characteristic is that you stop running from life. <laughs> this is an important one too. And it's one that I really uh, work a lot with clients through because when we're going through a spiritual awakening, because our energy system opens up, our heart starts to open up our entire aura, our electromagnetic field opens up. There are so many shifts occurring. We become more sensitive. The sixth sense, <laughs> our sixth sense becomes more sensitive and in in this, in this phase, when you become more sensitive, you can sense the energies of others more easily. You can sense all of the energies around you. You can sense the energy of the planet, the energy of the collective consciousness. You can sense thoughts more easily. And sometimes they're not very pleasant. <laughs> so, when you're going through the main process of spiritual awakening, it's very common for us to go through a period where we want to isolate ourselves or we want to, it's what's called the hermit mode. We want to isolate ourselves or we want to be alone because the energies of the world and of people around us seem so harsh that we want to kind of, kind of go into this recluse mode. All right. And so what happens after the spiritual awakening is that once your energy grounds, once you come into your power, once you know who you are and you've gone through all of these major changes, usually difficult major changes because the spiritual awakening isn't easy for us, for the majority of us, I shouldn't say everyone, but for the majority of us, 
spiritual awakenings are difficult. And so after that spiritual awakening occurs, your energy is more stable. You feel more in your power. And as soon as you feel more in your power with your energy more stable, you don't need to run away from people or places anymore. You realize that actually a part of your spiritual awakening was to prepare you so that you could walk around in regular everyday life and bring the light of spirit with you wherever you go. You're not here to run away. At least the majority of us aren't here to live reclusive lives. There are some of us that are here to be monks, you know, secluded, but the majority of us are here to bring our spiritual awakening, to bring the light of spirit and of source energy to everyone around us. So we're not meant to hide. And that's what happens after the spiritual awakening ends. You feel more stable, more open. You're still sensitive. You can still feel the energies around you, but now you're in your power and you know that you have the power to influence the energies around you. Whereas before you may have felt like you really needed to, to retreat from those energies. All right. So that's another characteristic that I absolutely love. The fifth characteristic is that you feel deep, peace, a deep peace that doesn't seem to go anywhere. <laughs> and what's odd about this deep peace, because we all feel deep peace every once in a while, but it's usually in little intervals. And then we're back to worrying about life. We're back to stressing about life. But what happens after the spiritual awakening is that there's this deep seated peace that just never changes. It's always there and easily accessible. And it's always there, even when you're feeling anxious, even when you may be worrying superficially about certain things in your life. What I found about this deep seated peace is that it never goes away. And it seems a bit contradictory, right? Like how can you be feeling peace and anxiety at the same time? They seem to be completely mutually exclusive things, but they're not. What I found is that the deep peace, and I keep pointing to my heart because it's a peace that I feel in my chest. I feel it in my heart. It's a heart characteristic for sure. This deep seated peace, it never goes away. I could be anxious about work. I could be going through, you know, some kind of problem or challenge in life. And I could feel a little bit superficially anxious, but if I just take a deep breath and I dip down into my heart, the peace is there. It never goes away. And that's such a cool, amazing feeling. That's hard to describe sometimes, but you'll know when you, when you feel this, you'll know. It's the deep seated peace that's anchored in your heart that usually takes hold once that main spiritual awakening has ended. The sixth characteristic is that you feel less fearful. <laughs> I love this characteristic. It's one of my favorite and it's because I, you know, I lived in a state of fear and anxiety and worry for decades, majority of my life really. So when I had my spiritual awakening and I slowly started to go into the awakening every day, I felt less fearful. There were moments during my spiritual awakening where I was scared shitless basically. And that's normal for all of us. But as I, as I surrendered and that's the key, maybe let's put a little ding on that. <laughs> the key is surrender. It's always surrender. The key is always surrender. But once I, 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 I just surrendered, I surrendered to God. I surrendered to life. I surrendered to my guidance, to my soul. And I said, yes, I'm going to keep going on this spiritual process. The more that I surrendered, the more deeply I went into my awakening, the less fear I felt to a point where then when my spiritual awakening cycle ended, 
I now feel, I don't feel a lot of fear. I'll feel fear sometimes coming up, but it's very quick. It doesn't stay with me very long. And usually when I feel it, because it's such a huge departure from how I normally feel, when I feel fear now, I address it right away. And usually it has something to do with a faulty thought process that I'm going through, maybe negative thinking, maybe pessimistic thinking, whatever it is. I'll usually identify the thought that's causing the fear very quickly and then I move on. I, I take a deep breath and then I move on again, anchored in that deep peace of my heart. So that's one such amazing characteristic after a spiritual awakening is you really, you're not afraid anymore. You're not afraid. You're not afraid of death. You're not afraid of life. You're not afraid of anything anymore. And it's amazing to live this way. The seventh characteristic is that your energy field becomes more powerful. This is a really cool characteristic and it's basically just a byproduct of the whole spiritual awakening process. When that spiritual awakening cycle ends in your life and you move into a new cycle, your energy field is stronger. You're more magnetic, meaning that things generally happen more quickly to you. Uh, manifestation process goes more quickly. Synchronicities pop up more quickly. You're more magnetic energetically, but you're also more powerful in the sense that you can withstand now harsher energies. Whereas before during the spiritual awakening, you couldn't. So, in my own case, you know, as I was going through the spiritual awakening process, there were, there was four years out of those six years that I spelt that I spent in hermit mode. But then I started to slowly come out of hermit mode and I started to be exposed to more and more people, to just regular life, to city life. And what I started noticing was that my energy was getting stronger. And now I have no problem going anywhere. I'm still highly sensitive, but now I know my power. I know who I am. And I know that I'm here to carry the light of God wherever I go, even to the darkest, harshest corners of the planet. So that's one thing that's really is a byproduct of coming into your power, your energy field. Once the, the spiritual awakening is over, your energy field stabilizes more. And in that stabilization comes power. So this is an awesome characteristic and it's a characteristic that you're going to notice when your spiritual awakening shifts into a new cycle. Okay. Now to part three, and that is the three tips to maximize your awakening. So there's a lot of things that can be said on how you continue. And that's one of the top questions that I get about this specific topic is people will email me and they'll say, you know, what, what happens after my spiritual awakening? What can I keep doing to kind of keep the benefits of my spiritual awakening alive and well, even after that phase ends. And so I'm going to give you, there's a lot of tips that I could give you, but I'm going to focus on three key tips for me to help you continue maximizing the benefits of your awakening and also keep developing as you move through life. You may go through a different cycle in life, a cycle that's uh, an up, and then you may go through a cycle that's a down again. Remember life is all about ups and downs. It's not a steady line going upward. Okay. Life is messy. <laughs> so when I'm talking about the spiritual awakening process ending, I don't mean that now your life is going to be rosy for the rest of your days and you're just going to be, you know, everything is going to be wonderful. No, life is messy. There are ups and downs, but when you finish this main spiritual awakening process, you will know how to deal and how to live through the lows of life with so much more peace and clarity than you ever did before. 
So here are the three tips that I recommend for you to continue maximizing the benefits of your spiritual awakening. The first one, and probably the most important, that's why I put it first, the first one is rise above negative thought patterns, okay? Now, what do I mean by this? You have to remember that a spiritual awakening, there's a lot of spiritual things going on with you. There are a lot of quantum changes. There are a lot of changes in the parts of you that you can't see. A lot of changes. The spiritual awakening, I often tell people that a spiritual awakening is pretty much happening by itself. <laughs> the only thing you need to do is get out of the way, stay out of the way. Because all of these changes, they're occurring by command of your soul and your higher self and God itself. And so these changes are occurring all by themselves. You, you don't really even notice, you notice because you can feel them, but you're not really in control of any of these things. Any spiritual change that occurs on the quantum level, it happens in the now. It happens right now. The quantum world, the non-local world, the world outside of space-time, it changes in the now because there's only the now moment, really. So any quantum change, any change that occurs within the spiritual components of you that you can't see, those changes occur immediately, no time necessary. But here's where we need time. <laughs> we need time because the brain, the brain is an organ that operates within the 3D reality, within matter, the brain is matter, and matter needs time, needs linear time to change. So. What's, what happens often is that you'll go through all of these spiritual changes, but then what you'll find is that there'll be lingering thought patterns, old thought patterns that sometimes keep repeating in your mind. Old way of thinking, uh, an old way of thinking is sometimes hard to die, okay? And so in this, in this process and in this tip that I'm giving you, you have to be very mindful, especially, I usually tell people, give yourself at least eight weeks for the brain to start rewiring, but it's usually longer than that. In my experience, it took me maybe, I would say maybe two to three years before my brain really stepped into a completely new form of thinking, okay? So it'll be very common for you to be going on with your day, feeling great, and then a negative thought pattern pops up, an old negative thought pattern. And this is where the skill of refocusing comes in, all right? You have to be really good at spotting the negative thought process without any judgment, you know? Don't start going down the self-judgmental uh, uh, loophole because it'll, if you keep going down that, that it'll be a bottomless pit, all right? So don't get into self-judgment. Don't start going, oh my God, my brain's negative again. I thought I was doing such a good job, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay, don't go into self-judgment. Stay in compassion and just stay aware. When you spot the negative thought, what you're gonna do is you're going to immediately refocus. Refocusing is super important because it tells the brain, remember the brain changes according to what the mind is thinking. So the mind changes the brain, okay? So in this process, what you're gonna do is you're going to pay attention to what, what your mind is thinking, and then immediately you're going to refocus on something else. I do this, and I, and I did this type of work with a journal. I always had a journal with me. When I spotted a negative thought pattern, I would write it down. I'd read it back to myself, and then I would say, that's not true. And then I'd write mantras or affirmations that were completely opposite that thought process. So I'll give you an example. If my brain 
brain started to think, oh my God, am I, I'm probably going to run out of money. Um, you know, I don't have enough money to pay my bills, that kind of stuff. As soon as that thought form, that thought loop came up, I'd write it down and then I would refocus on new mantras like I'm infinitely abundant. Everything is okay. I, I receive all that I need and more. And I just kept repeating these new mantras. And what this refocusing exercise does is it shows the brain that the mind is now thinking about something else and the brain will say, Oh, she's thinking about these new thoughts. They must be important to her. Therefore I'm going to lay down neural networks to reinforce that new thought process that she's thinking. That's how refocusing works. It's called neuroplasticity uh, in science and that's how neuroplasticity works. You have to have a point of focus and then your brain rewires itself to kind of make that point of focus easier for you. It's practice. It's a habit. You can call it a habit also. The second tip is to move energy daily. <laughs> now here's what happened. This is a mistake that sometimes a lot of people go through and I've gone through this with clients and I I've even gone through this in my own life for a little bit of time, but then I caught onto it quickly and I changed. So what ended up happening was I started to feel so grounded after the spiritual awakening. I started to feel so great that I just kind of sort of forgot <laughs> to do some of my daily practices that I had been doing religiously during my spiritual awakening. I was just going about my day. Everything's totally fine. Let's get stuff done. Let's move on with life. And then I would say maybe a week later or maybe two weeks later, <laughs> I started to feel like crap. <laughs> and I was wondering what the heck is happening to me? Well, that's what's happening to me. What's happening to me is that I was under the false assumption that because this major spiritual awakening cycle had ended in my life, that I can now just move on and everything was going to be okay. And I didn't have to do my daily um, spiritual practices that I did before. But what I came to realize is this, Spiritual hygiene is just as important as body hygiene. So you'd never stop taking a shower every day, right? You take showers, you clean yourself. And so in the same way, the spiritual hygiene continues to be important even after your spiritual awakening takes place. So the, 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 this tip of moving energy daily, it's a really simple tip. You don't have to have elaborate spiritual practices, but just this practice of moving energy. And how do you move energy? You can move energy with an energy meditation. You can move energy with practices like Qigong or Tai Chi. Qigong is one of my favorite ways of moving energy. I'll do tapping routines sometimes. So look up tapping routines. I will do, uh, but I do a lot of, of Qigong in the morning. I'll do, I do a lot of body movements. I move my body. I love to dance. So sometimes I'll just blast some music in the house and I'll start dancing because when you move your body, especially when you come out of bed in the morning, when you move your body, you're getting chi started. And so that's a wonderful way to keep moving energy. Uh, other daily routines that I use is I will just, you know, close my eyes standing up and I'll visualize a light shower, literally like a shower, but it's made out of light instead of water. I'll visualize it coming over my head, down my body, and it just kind of cleanses me. And then I'll just visualize all of the stuff that needs to leave. I visualize it coming out the bottom of my feet and into the ground, into Gaia for transmutation. See simple things like that. So you're going to Google or go on YouTube and find energy moving routines, find Qigong routines or Tai Chi routines. Uh, tapping routines. Look up uh, Donna Eden, for instance. I love Donna Eden's energy routine. So look up Donna Eden energy routine um, and kind of 
do your meditation, do maybe affirmation work in the morning, um, anything that you can do that moves energy and you only need to do it a few minutes a day. You don't need to spend an hour in the morning doing this. I spend about uh, 20 to 30 minutes in the morning doing my various uh, morning routines. Okay. So, but continue moving energy because you don't want your system to get clogged up. Energy is constantly in need of moving. And as we're living life, we get clogged up, right? We get clogged up because there are issues that come up with life, there are interactions with other people. And so just maintain your spiritual hygiene even after your spiritual awakening has ended. The third tip is commit to continue opening up. <laughs> I put this one here because I don't want you to have the impression that once the spiritual awakening ends, you can go back to living life the way you did before. You couldn't really do that actually, but but what I mean by this tip is that even after my spiritual awakening ended, I still wake up every day and I still have these beautiful intention mantras that I set out sometimes throughout the day. I will sometimes be sitting by the beach or by the ocean, or I'll just be sitting in meditation and I'll just remember to reinforce my commitment to continue deepening, to continue, continue deepening my awakening, but also to continue opening up, to continue opening my heart, to continue living this beautiful life of being connected with the universe, of being connected with God, of being connected with everyone around me, of being of service. And for you to be of service, you have to keep opening up more and more and more. And so this daily mantra, the, this intention that I set out to the universe uh, multiple times a day sometimes. It's just for me to, to keep committed, to keep committed to never closing down again, okay? So this is important for you because after your spiritual awakening, let's say a year after your spiritual awakening, you're in a relationship and your boyfriend or your girlfriend breaks up with you. Let's say that this happens. And the, sometimes in these, in these kind of painful moments in life, the brain or the, the, the ego will want to shut down. Okay. Uh, you know, some, again, like I, like I said, old habits die hard. <laughs> so when you go through any type of challenge or painful moment in your life after your spiritual awakening, remember to always stay open. So even when your ego wants to shut down because of something painful that may happen in your outer environment, you're going to take a deep breath. You're going to keep your chest out and you're just going to keep saying to life, I commit to continue opening. I will not shut down ever again. I keep opening up to life. I keep opening up to the love of God. I keep opening up to spirit. I won't close down no matter what happens to me. This is a beautiful, beautiful way to live open, surrendered, sensitive, vulnerable. This is the way to live. And so continue, uh, kind of making these commitments with life, even after your spiritual awakening ends for the rest of your life, uh, way after your spiritual awakening ends. Now I want to hear from you. Do you feel like you're still going through your spiritual awakening or has it ended? Let me know in the comments below. And if you have a question for my weekly videos, leave it in the comments below. Also with the hashtag AskChristina. Don't forget that hashtag. If you enjoyed my video, click here to subscribe or head over to my website and take my heart quiz to figure out if your heart is blocked and what you can do to open it. And if you enjoyed this video, stick around because I've curated more for you right here. I love you, beautiful soul. I am out.